0: Welcome to the Chasing Brighter podcast, a show about self-discovery and lifestyle tips for moms. We are your hosts. I'm Kelly, a wife, mom of two, and an independent consultant with my own company in Chicago.
1: And I'm Jessica, mom of three, and owner of my own outpatient mental health practice in Nevada. You're about to go on a journey of self-discovery as we chase a brighter you. Every single week, we will bring you new episodes that will cover everything from lifestyle and tips to more serious conversations about grief, life, and hardships.
0: Whether it's a duo episode or we have a guest, you are guaranteed to pick up a new tool or feel less alone. This one is for the moms that have forgotten how to make time to keep their spark alive. Allow this show to be a reminder to always keep chasing a brighter version of you. Let's get into it. Hi, Jess. Welcome to another
1: episode hey. of Mom Talk. How are you? Really? My head is so far in my butt right now. I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, I, do the I wondered. Pizza for our family and I thought it was being delivered and it wasn't. And it was oh, ready 20 so minutes ago.
0: frustrating.
1: And then I told my spouse to go get it because we're recording the podcast and he's really happy with me. And I forgot we were even recording. So there's that. <laughs> it sounds like it's been like a you know. really hectic weekend for you. It has. We had both Gabby and Dominic had tournaments. Is this, was this your last weekend for a while of sports? Oh, that's so cute that you think that. They don't, do they break over Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving? No, we have Thanksgiving tournaments, but Gabby's team, the tournament, they didn't have enough people. But Dominic is just played this weekend. He's going to play next weekend and he's going to play Thanksgiving weekend. And Gabby's last tournament is December 2nd. And then we all are taking a break because then she plays high school ball. So it's not really a break but it's different. This past
0: Thursday was one of the last days as Beckett's soccer season is wrapping up. And did I tell you about this whole like soccer event? The organization that Beckett plays for, they ended up having this sort of like tournament that all the 2014 kids in the whole city within our organization, regardless of what level they're playing at, were all going to get together. And they were being split into teams and they did a 4v4 Soccer tournament. And that all seemed really cool. I didn't know what to expect. So we show up, and all of his teammates are there, and the coaches, the entire organization, like they split up the kids into teams. So before you even showed up in the evening, they announced like what rosters there were and who was on your team, blah, blah. And they didn't know a lot of these kids. So they got a chance to like play with <sighs> kids they've never played with before, which all sounds great. But then in the email was a very long paragraph about the fact that this is a fun event for kids. There will not be any parent coaching on the sidelines. If there is any parent coaching on the sidelines that the coach will give the parent a warning. And if the parent isn't quiet, they will ask the parent to leave. And if the parent is giving any resistance, then they will go ahead and pull their child from the tournament.
1: This was like a fun. That's it, the rules for everything here. That's this not was new like, at all. Oh, this was. We're not used to that in the team. That I'm, I'm not had. saying parents are crazy. I'm just saying we signed a contract for Gabby, and it says on there there is a rule do that. that says you will not talk to your coach 72 hours after the game. There was like they, a three day rule. I you think, think can't they talk tried to about to, the tournament. There's yeah, all kinds. Yeah,
0: of stuff. I so the reason why they. I haven't been exposed to those rules because I haven't been a part of a team that those rules need to be needed but see, to be that's what I'm perpetually saying. reiterated. Right. You're, so but we you're went to making it seem
1: like it's the parents. But I just think that is oh, standard. Let me finish my story. All. Yeah. Then. Yeah.
0: Because I was like, holy cow, all the parents on my son's team, we were like, oh, my gosh, what is this? This is crazy. I'm like, there must be some other parents on these other teams. Well, so we go. And oh, my gosh, Jess. There are some parents and they are bananas. This is like a fun, everybody wins kind of event. Oh, no, not for these parents. They were really into it. And it's four kids on each team.
1: Like I told you, I have been trying to give you the vibe of softball in Las Vegas. And baseball is like that too. But when I'm trying to give you the vibe of it, people will cut you for their child. Yes. And Geo plays Little League, right? And they, he moved up to kid pitch and there was a dad. This is so dumb. Here's what's crazy. By the way, that they got kicked out of our league. But our coach is the president of Henderson Little League. I don't think this team knew this. And so there are all these rules, like when you do little league or different sports, as you get older, you add more and more rules until it's like the professional of that sport. So when you're very little and you overthrow to first base and you throw way over the first baseman's head, you get one base. You can steal one base. So it's one base on an overthrow. You can start stealing now, but you cannot steal home. So like this team was like trying to just keep running on an overthrow. They kept trying to steal home and we were sending them back. Right. Remember. Our coach is the head of the whole league. And this dad was like, that's James Chater." like yelling and his son is pitching. He's like, that's my son. He was bananas. And I was just like, they're eight. Like, they're eight years old. Yeah. If, if you are this intense and this excited, I'm worried about your life and the balance in your life and what is happening here. These are like little babies. Turns out that same team followed an umpire to his car like a few games later anyways. And so... The head of the league was like, you guys are out of our league now because we, um, I think that's great. I'm sorry. Yes. The thing that's frustrating to, to me is
0: even reading the email. I know that means that those coaching, those coaches have dealt with a lot with soccer and I don't know if they have the guts or if they even have the organization support to get rid of parents because everyone's paying thousands of dollars for their kid to play soccer. And that's where it needs to stop. There's a lot of people with a lot of money and not all assholes are the only ones with money. So I think they need to just get rid of some of those people.
1: And here, the reason I say that's everywhere here is because they even have it posted at the Ball Diamonds where we travel. Like it'll just say, remember, these are just kids. Yeah, for sure. Watch your language. There's just like a lot of different stuff. And we, I was not on that organization, but when Gabby was on a particular organization, I'm sorry, she wasn't on that team yet. But one of the dads, Was just sitting there. Another dad from the other team walked over and just sucker punched him. And the police came and it was like a thing. And then another team that Gabby was on, this is like 910U. She wasn't on that team anymore. But this one team was playing music and our coach didn't like it and kept telling them to stop playing the music. The team that was playing the music, like one of the coaches is a Metro officer and there are Metro officers there to watch the game. So he went over. And threw water on the speaker or I don't know it got like really crazy. And I was we were like, what's the commotion over there? But this was so this has been around us for a long time. And people are like wow. so crazy. We would it's never not stay on a team like that. We would never stay on a team like that. And I love Gabby's team right now it was like super low drama. But there was a dad that like we have on, it was on video on the game changer. But he knows he was he knows he's intense. But he was way out behind center field. And at the end of the game, he was like throwing his chair. You can see it on the video. So I. That's yeah, hilarious. It's crazy. A people it's are sometimes. crazy. But I think. I don't know if it's as a therapist or just as a human. I'm just like, wow, I really worry about you. I worry about you. That triggers such a response. Or even people who watch. Who love to watch sports. You know what I mean? Like when we. Go to the Knights games. Like someone was, people are, oh, they make poor choices. But we're at a Knights game in Las Vegas at a Vegas school Knights game. And the people are wearing jerseys from the other team. And then they're trash talking the Knights, right? Mm-hmm. Their team scored a goal. They'd be like, what up, sucker? And they're drinking. And they're like in the faces of other people. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is going to lead to an altercation. And I always think, what is happening in your life? That you get. I think it's interesting, just
0: because I have to say, this is where we are a little more civilized in Chicago. I haven't seen that level of behavior in all the years of my children in sports in Chicago. So I guess it could be worse for me.
1: I want you know what? I hope there's a headline this next weekend that says stabbing on Little League field. You want to (laughs) punch me in the face? Yeah, because you're like, where am I civilized in? Chicago it's a well, wild west I guess Kelly Chicago which has like the highest shooting that's because hey. all of those intense mm-hmm. people are just driving around that, and shooting.
0: you know what <laughs> I don't I can't think of a clever quip back <laughs> to say something to you maybe they like those parents were shot road rage <laughs> on the way before but once they hit that field they don't do it there's no violence committed
1: <laughs> they don't have any bullets left by the time they get to the field <laughs> I'm so worried about the violence in Chicago. Maybe it's because our violence is on the field. I would like to see a study about that violence in youth sports. If I Google that it, city. I'll be able to find <laughs> the
0: answer I was looking for.
1: If there's any correlation there. But yeah, no, I've always been trying to tell you it's, it's rough here. Yeah. Anyway, that is sad. And it's sad that there are little kids around that and exposed to that. So was anybody well, kicked out? it was fine but i just how loud and raucous
0: they were and how they'd be like go go, jimmy get him jimmy oh nice tackle it's soccer he said nice tackle this one dad kept saying nice tackle on this and that and the other thing and i was like first of all it was four v four, so it was a really small turf little fields that they were playing on yeah and i thought that was really inappropriate there was a girl
1: that that gabby played with since the age of eight And we still see her around and we'll compete against her now. But her mom always said that softball is a contact sport. And shockingly, her daughter was kicked off the high school softball team. I found out this past year as a freshman. So maybe teaching your kid for eight years at softball as a contact sport is not going to end well for you. Because it is not, guys. It's not a contact sport. Any of you not familiar with softball?
0: Yeah. I want my kids to love the sport. To me, that's first and foremost, the most important thing is I really want them to love the sport. And if they're good at it, I want to continue to encourage them and give them opportunities to excel in it. But I do see where now we have exposed our kids to the higher echelons of contenders at their age groups and how when you are there, there's a lot of kids who are a product of very pushy, anxious parents. I'm not saying they all are that way, but there is... A profile of that, of a very serious parent who's very pushing their child. And you don't even know if their child likes it or not. And it could be a great kid or it could be an asshole kid because there's you
1: just don't know what you're going to get. But yeah, it's very eye opening to me and really off putting. Yeah. When anything gets that emotionally intense for me, I'm immediately uncomfortable. My spidey senses are tingling and I don't want to be around someone that seems so explosive. What's it can be triggering to me? Also, maybe some I, our father is like that. Watching heaven? No. Yes, <laughs> and, I know. Um, I know. He actually threw a chair <laughs> during one of Gabby's games when she was nine, and so then I started having them like sit in the outfield. And then Mom asked him to stop going for a little bit, and so he's really been able to, like. Some strategies and tools that he uses so he doesn't get so upset is like he just he reads a book. He always has a book he's listening to or reading on his phone. Yeah. Or watching a game or something like that because he knows that he gets like too upset. Yeah. About things. Yeah. So anyway.
0: Yes. Okay. Changing the subject drastically. Okay. I am going on a business trip this week and I know that my client is casual business casual and i know mm-hmm. i can wear jeans. i have 18 pairs of jeans i counted them, okay? and i don't like any of them. and i feel like i need other jeans to wear to this event. do i have a problem?
1: so here's what's interesting. what about those jeans you wore in that reel that you made? you don't love those jeans?
0: they're all frayed hem. and Some you told me jeans you are had these. Hem. Cut i feel like that's not classic. that are amazing. Those are coated denim that look like girls' night out leather.
1: Okay, so there is a woman I follow, the recruiter mom. Okay, do you follow her? And I think she always puts together. I think that if you do a blazer, right, or a like a blazer or a collared cardigan, I think with dress boots, you are business casual. Yeah, yeah, and I have with some the frayed
0: jeans, mm, frayed hem. I think I'm saying doesn't look with a frayed hem.
1: Yes, if you have dress shoes on and a blazer. I think you can pull that off. And now I have to send you to like to know. And I have to find recruiter mom and her frayed denim so I can show you. Yes, tell me.
0: Give me some ideas. Maybe I should have looked. She
1: is wearing them because remember I told you I thought frayed denim was out. And then she wears it. So cute. I do think a pointed toe is back in. Yeah. Do you have a pointed toe? Yeah. Okay. So I think with a pointed toe shoe, you can totally pull that off and i know this isn't frayed but i just think a pointed toe looks super I, dressy. I, that's,
0: so i love that look like the boot cut the trouser the that's wide I leg all
1: the time in philadelphia oh it's God, so crazy. back i love years ago yes the 90s are back or it's like the mm-hmm. early 2000s so she has these jeans she loves and they're frayed i'm showing kelly a picture frayed jeans nice blouse pointed boots super cute Okay, And I think when you have jewelry. Right. When you're wearing there was what's it called? I remember when I did debate and it was this rule. It was like five. It was a rule of five where you had five like a watch, a necklace. It could be a tie, a bow tie, earrings like you had to have at least five pieces of accessories for looking professional. Ah, so I think if your makeup is on point and you're wearing a nice top, I'm on the West Coast. And the West Coast, like, where are you flying?
0: I'm going to Indy. Indianapolis, oh. not India.
1: Okay, you're going to Indianapolis. If you're going to the East Coast, you might re-explore. But yeah. Like, here, if you wore a blazer over pajamas, they'd be like, whoa, you're so fancy. <laughs> <laughs> or your sneaker. sneakers. Your I, for the first time in my
0: life, am at a deficit on blazers. Because I've given away a bunch that I've worn... So much over the years, and so I think I need to get a couple. I have black blazers, but I need a couple like interesting.
1: J. Crew has those sweater blazers, which I think are a great staple, and I have a black sweater blazer, and those are so great. And when Leopard was out, I did get a J. Crew Leopard yeah, blazer, I which need I, need I wear a, I all, to get all the like time. Couple,
0: like pattern blazers, I'm thinking.
1: Yeah, I wear it all the time because I just feel like it's a neutral, and it dresses up your outfit.
0: I think my issue is that I haven't been traveling. For business hardly at all mm-hmm. and, you know mm-hmm. since covid and i think i've slowly like weeded stuff out of my wardrobe yeah. and now i'm like needing to bring them back when i worked in the office i was wearing jeans with blazers like all the time I'm yeah just out of practice
1: stephanie has been looking for the perfect blazer so i've been sending her 10 million links mm-hmm. and so she's no perfect you to have five several she loves the nine west one that i have with the rouge sleeves that you loved that plaid one uh-huh. i have a black one she one got like the that. plaid and she got the black And then she got, I I got a brown plaid Nine West one and it's like stretchy. And so I think she got one of those, but I love the shoulder pads. I think it gives you a a nice look. So maybe
0: I still have my blazers. Maybe I put them in a winter clothing. Maybe maybe we need
1: to explore. That's something that when I went to a capsule wardrobe and I went through, I don't know if we took that mom talk, but I went through all my clothes and just gave a whole bunch away to buy nothing.
0: Mm -hmm. and um, yeah how did that go oh you tell me what
1: i didn't i don't think i said it on mom talk but on the buy nothing do i say it on the mom talk
0: i don't think we heard the result
1: so i was worried because someone told me that people are like oh i'll take all of it and then they take it for free and then they go sell it elsewhere the mom was like oh i'll take all of it and i said okay and then she said thank you so much my daughter just left an abusive relationship and her boyfriend locked her out of the house and won't let her get any of her clothes and so i felt so good And I had a few jackets that I had set aside. And so then I gave her like a cute jacket and a denim jacket for her daughter. So that felt good to give away all that stuff. And now we, we just had Katie Wells on. Yeah. And when she said you save an hour a day. Yes. When you're not cluttered. Yes. So my clothes stayed folded on the side of my bed for months. And now that I went through and weeded out all of my clothes and I have less, it takes me five minutes to put my clothes away. And Mm. it's so much easier. And like, I have my, my tops color coordinated because I only wear four colors. I wear black, I wear gray, I wear olive, and I wear blush and that's it. So I have my colors separated. You know, I only have the clothes that I love, you know, that you feel good in. And if it's like you're, if you're like, oh, I have nothing to wear and you have all these clothes and I just... I think it's like, what's your identity? And when I went through the capsule wardrobe, it was like picking your style. And, you know, when you're like, oh, I love that on someone. She's so cute. Like, I love a boho look. I love when people look like a hippie and boho and it's floral and it's whatever. And I used to buy those clothes and never wear them because I don't like Mm -hmm. them on me. Look what I'm wearing right now. I like a black v-neck, jeans, fun shoes, and a jacket of some sort. I'm just a basic casual person. So maybe it's time to really hone in on what your fashion identity is
0: yeah i think it comes and goes sometimes i feel like it i have it really dialed in and then other times i'm like just lost and you go to the store and nothing really appeals to you i bought the trend my like trendset stuff was super yeah. awesome but my theme mm-hmm. for that was girls night out or like date night mm-hmm. so all that stuff is not as professional it's like you could super wear super sexy denim. things yeah, I probably could. I, I usually try on the outfits because my greatest fear is that I pack a bunch of stuff and I get in the hotel and like they don't fit or they look stupid together. And mm-hmm. I feel like an idiot for the day. I don't know if
1: you have those. you really of hard on yourself. That's what I'm hearing. I am. Like, why would you all of a sudden become an idiot?
0: Okay, I'm not. I'm just... Okay, maybe I should look... The idiot.
1: You've been dressing really well, I would say, for probably f- at least 15 years. There was a little bit yes. after college where I felt like, what's happening?
0: I was a terrible... And I was worried about you. I was... When I was in high school, I thought I was stylish. But I was a country bumpkin that only really shopped at JC Penney's, And I did not realize that was not stylish.
1: Excuse me, JC JCPenney's. You, you can be stylish. Though.
0: Okay, I was not. And I thought I was <laughs> stylish. And then... I might have had some little glimmers of hope here and there because remember my volleyball coach in eighth grade, Tammy Bodway. she was super stylish and she worked at mm-hmm. that one store. And so then I got some stuff from her.
1: I will never forget your overalls. Your jean short overalls. The guest ones. And could they be unbuttoned and be regular shorts? Yeah, they were I, don't like, remember, I was very into function just, and fashion. God, I spent I a lot of those, money on those. You were so cool. I thought those were the coolest shorts. And they didn't outfits. fit me
0: all that great. I don't know. I did not love them as much as I thought I would. But then I went to college and I was really not stylish. I realized I was a country bumpkin because they all had like college people were much more stylish than I was. And I really struggled with style until I worked at the Limited remember? Mm,
1: That's right. So that was
0: probably like that style. I love a whole bunch of
1: boot cut jeans from the limited. I love
0: the late nineties style. Yeah. All those, the boot cut jeans. Remember the boot cut, like legging knit pants.
1: Yes. I have boot cut leggings now. They're back in
0: though. Um, I
1: I had mine forever. I like probably just gave them away two years ago. and
0: And then I think after college I went back into not, I was okay, stylish, but then we moved to Chicago and I was not very, and then Remember Brian and I when we were early dating? That we had this like pack that we were gonna help each other be stylish and be honest with each other about what wasn't. So we're super hip. I think at this point, that's the cool part about fashion. It's very broad, and I think that's part of the challenge. Is Figuring out what your style is and what looks good on you and blending the two to your point. I
1: I still try the capsule wardrobe, but I'm not so limited. Some of them recommend, you know, you have 16 pieces or something. But they said to, because I was doing fast fashion where I was buying clothes and basically throwing them away like a month later. And so they say to invest in good pieces, but look at that next quarter or that next season and and see what am I going to need? for that season
0: okay i'll try so it's, that. if
1: you're going to go to a holiday party if you're going to be traveling okay do i have a blazer what i wanted right now which i already got is i wanted a plaid flannel button down flannel got and i wanted and that's why i asked for mom for birthday is the mini the UGG minis are in right now yeah the super low-cut yeah so i asked for yeah. those but i asked for a bear paw because i like bear paw i think uggs are i don't know i just think they're so expensive and so i asked for those so i wanted a pair of those and I'm trying to decide if I need a, a top for a holiday party or not, because I do have some tops from last year and I have a nice dress. And Justin's company always has a really, actually, I think we'll be in Kansas then, but his company where he works. This is a huge kind of formal Christmas party. Ah. You can wear whatever you want. I've worn like a blouse and pants before, but there are people with like sequin ball gowns there. So oh. wear what you want, but it's fun. But yeah, just looking at that next quarter and say, is there anything that's... That I want to incorporate. That's a little bit more trendy this season.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good point. Those are good things to think about. Thanks for yeah. your advice, Jess.
1: Thank you, thank you. Sometimes I have good ones. We had tournaments that started Friday, mm. so I think so. I'm hoping to just recalibrate and get it together. I'm gonna look at my calendar. I'm gonna sync it with my life so I can get it together this week. And the last thing I wanted to touch on Friday, Gabby had her first driving lesson.
0: Yay! That was what'd really she good. think?
1: At first, she was like, I don't need driving lessons. I already know how to drive. I just need practice. But then it comes out, oh, we parallel parked. Or she was like, oh, Justin was parking in a parking spot. And she goes, oh, what I learned in a parking spot was like you put the center of your car, like she was explaining. The woman went through all of the things that you do in a driving test. And she was telling Gabby that if you have a car with like a cyst or all of these things, they all have to be turned off. Oh, that's great. But the place that... She, got lessons basically they drive to your house and then they go give your child a two-hour lesson and you can rent their car for the driving lesson like you can use their car for i'm sorry for the driving test
0: oh i think we're gonna do that just so
1: i told her i would like for you to have just because she's supposed to be getting two hours you have to get 50 hours of driving practice like logging that in before she can take the driving test when she turns 16 and it's really hard to get that time in and so that's why it's nice when a driving instructor comes you have that chunk of 2 hours of driving mm-hmm. with someone and so I told her I'd like her to have a few more lessons with that woman she loved the woman oh and then I think we'll pay for it to be able to use that car during the lesson cuz Justin and I have really big cars i even i'm uncomfortable his car is very has a very wide yeah. base yeah and so anyways but but yeah i'm going to recalibrate for the week and hopefully not mess up many
0: appointments we we'll have a quiet Tasting Brighter Week since we are doing a lot of recordings early. So hopefully that will help you too. All right. Okay. Good one. Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe so you can hear our latest episodes as soon as they drop.
1: If you love today's episode, please share with another mom. And while you're there, it would be great if you gave us a five-star rating and review. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to know more about Kelly and I, Want to find more of our blogs, tips, tools, resources? Check that out at chasingbrighter.com. Or we interact with you on Instagram and Facebook at Chasing Brighter. Thanks! We'll be here next week.